From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A Southwest Ohio man is facing murder charges in the death of his wife. More from ONN's Parker Testa. Prosecutors say Tavion Glenn shot and killed Sierra Still after an argument last June at their home in Kettering. Glenn then took two of their three children to his parents before turning himself in at the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office. Glenn is in jail on a million dollars bond and he's due in court Thursday. Parker Testa, ONN. Columbus police are investigating a hate crime near the Ohio State University. ONN's Tracy Townsend has details. Video captures the moment where two men approach a house with an LGBTQ pride flag. The man can be seen urinating on the flag as the other appears to be taking a video on his phone. The other man can then be heard yelling homophobic slurs before the two take off. It is not known if police have identified the two people in this video. However, they're investigating this as a hate crime. I'm Tracy Townsend. A 55-year-old man from Chillicothe was killed when he was hit by a car last night in south-central Ohio. ONN's Angela Ann has the story. The Ohio State Highway Patrol is investigating a deadly crash involving a pedestrian. This happened yesterday on State Route 23 in Ross County. Troopers say a woman driving a car hit a man who was walking across the road. The crash shut down that road for nearly three hours. State Route 23 has since reopened. I'm Angela Ann. Yesterday, the state announced two new indictments in the bribery scandal involving First Energy, marking new developments in what's being called the largest corruption case in state history. ONN's Colin Dorsey has more. Attorney General Dave Yost announcing a grand jury indicted former First Energy CEO Chuck Jones and Vice President Michael Dowling. Yost says they, along with former Public Utilities Chairman Samuel Randazzo, face a combined total of 27 felony violations. They're accused of participating in a $60 million scheme involving First Energy to fund the campaign of former House Speaker Larry Householder. Householder is currently in prison, serving 20 years for his role in the scheme. Ohio lobbyist Matt Borges also serving five years. I'm Colin Dorsey. A man from Canton is in custody after authorities say he broadcast pornography onto a restaurant television in Green near Akron. ONN's Dave James. The Summit County Sheriff's Office says it happened nine days ago at an unnamed establishment on Massillon Road in Green, where three families were spending time after a youth basketball tournament. The group included six kids ages 9 to 12. Parents called police when they noticed, and a 30-year-old man is accused of doing it by using his cell phone. Officials did not say if he was associated with the restaurant. Among the charges he faces, a felony count of disseminating matter harmful to minors under the age of 13. Dave James, ONN News. A judge has ruled the Social Media Parental Notification Act in Ohio will officially be put on hold. Here's ONN's Andrew Kinsey. Last month, a group called Net Choice, who represents Facebook, X, and YouTube, sued the state, saying the law violated free speech rights protected by the First Amendment. You may remember the law would have required kids to get permission from their parents to sign up for any social media or gaming apps. It would only apply to those brand new accounts, and the companies would be responsible for creating a method of consent for parents. Several states have passed similar laws, which were all addressed in that same lawsuit. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
The Biden administration has given more funding to the Intel project in central Ohio. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. More than $5 billion will go toward the National Semiconductor Technology Center, which is currently being developed in the New Albany area. The announcement declared that this research will be shared by the Department of Commerce, Defense and Energy. It also establishes a community interest board for stakeholders to provide input in the program. I'm Yolanda Harris. Cleveland City Council has approved funding for two key projects. ONN's Maureen Kyle has details. One for a financing plan to help build the City Club Apartments Project on Euclid Avenue. The building includes over 300 apartments, with two-thirds of them affordable for households earning less than $60,000 a year. Council also approved a tax abatement for International Food Solutions to set up a new poultry processing plant in the old Goodwill building on East 55th Street. The facility will create more than 200 jobs. I'm Maureen Kyle. The Health and Human Services Secretary visited Columbus yesterday. Javier Bucera had lunch with the Columbus Urban League and local lawmakers before taking part in a community conversation on a variety of topics, including the improvements made to the 988 suicide hotline. We already set up a line that's dedicated to veterans because sometimes veterans go through some really traumatic issues. We have set up Spanish language. We have set up hearing impaired. We have set up text and chat because we know folks under 30 don't want to make a phone call. Becerra also talked with local leaders about Medicare accessibility and lowering prescription drug costs. And Ohio State's women's basketball team is now ranked number two in the nation behind only undefeated South Carolina. More from ONN's Dom Tiberi in Columbus. It ties the highest ranking ever in the team's history. They've now won 11 games in a row. They return to action on Wednesday. Nebraska coming to town. With that number two ranking, Coach McGuff says, Being at Ohio State, we always got a big target on our back, but then when you get ranked second in the country, it's, it, it even gets bigger. So, you know, our kids know this, and we've got to show some maturity here and, and handle our success that we've had lately. Make sure we continue to practice the right way and get prepared. I'm Dom Tiberi. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WBNS in Columbus, WKYC in Cleveland, and WTOL in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.